Evening Edition is brought to you this week by Squarespace, a modern and professional website publishing platform that includes customizable templates, drag-and-drop tools, 24-7 support, and e-commerce. Squarespace makes building and managing your site easy and affordable. Learn more at squarespace.com and use promo code EE4 at checkout to save 10% on your subscription. Welcome to Evening Edition for Thursday, August 1st. Here are some of today's headlines. The House votes to impose new sanctions on Iran's oil exports. Russia grants short-term asylum to Edward Snowden. The UN moves to disarm Congo's M23 rebel group. A new report highlights misconduct by the TSA. And a record-breaking heat wave hits China. Yesterday, the House of Representatives voted overwhelmingly to approve increased sanctions against Iran, just days before the nation welcomes a new, politically moderate president in Hassan Rouhani. The measure, dubbed the Nuclear Iran Prevention Act, was approved by a vote of 400 to 20, and it put in place new restrictions on Iran's ability to export oil. These changes are likely to have a significant impact on the Iranian economy because it is heavily dependent on oil exports. Republican Ed Royce, a sponsor of the legislation, said, quote, Iran may have a new president, but its march toward a nuclear program continues. The economic and political pressure on Tehran must be ratcheted up, end quote. Opponents argued that rushing to sanction Iran before Rouhani assumes the presidency could hurt efforts to curb Iran's nuclear ambitions. Despite continued pressure from President Obama and other top-level American emissaries, Russia has granted a one-year temporary asylum to Edward Snowden, the former defense contractor who's leaked numerous classified documents describing the National Security Agency's surveillance programs. Earlier today, Snowden left the Moscow airport where he'd been situated for more than a month. He can now freely travel and even potentially work anywhere in Russia for up to a year. White House Press Secretary Jay Carney expressed the administration's frustration with the announcement. Quote, We are extremely disappointed that the Russian Federation would take this step. Obviously, this is not a positive development. The UN has warned that it may forcibly disarm rebels in the Democratic Republic of Congo unless they voluntarily turn in their weapons. Rebels have been given 48 hours to disarm, or they'll be targeted by a new multinational brigade of troops that has been tasked with ending violence in the region. UN efforts are initially focused around the city of Goma, a mineral-rich and strategically important area that's been the hub of violence for more than a decade. The Congolese army has been battling members of the rebel group M23 in and around Goma for the past year. They faced an embarrassing setback last fall when the rebels briefly took control of the city. A Government Accountability Office report released today found that misconduct by Transportation Security Administration workers has risen 26% in the past year. While most problems involve lateness or absenteeism, a full 25% were categorized as screening failures, such as napping on the job. Another 10% involved making inappropriate comments or behaving abusively. The TSA denied that it was in disarray, saying it had a zero-tolerance policy for misconduct, and a TSA union lawyer downplayed the findings, calling them, quote, much ado about nothing, end quote. The deputy administrator, though, told the House Committee on Homeland Security that the TSA would follow the report's recommendations. And finally, 
a slice of pork was cooked to medium well after 10 minutes on the ground in downtown Shanghai. It's so hot that people are frying eggs and barbecuing shrimp and bacon on manhole covers. Eggs are hatching without incubation, and glass is cracking due to the heat. For the first time ever, a heat wave led Chinese authorities to call a level two weather emergency, a designation that's usually reserved for floods and typhoons. Extreme heat began hitting Shanghai and China's southern and eastern provinces in early July, and is expected to continue through mid-August. It's the region's worst heat wave in 140 years. Climate scientists avoid attributing a single weather event to global warming, but rising worldwide temperatures do increase the likelihood of major heat waves. Andrew Dressler, a climate researcher at Texas A&M, put it bluntly. He said, "Quote: This is the future. Get used to it." Miranda Mulligan is Evening Edition's editor in chief. Our team of writers includes Julia Holliman, Ash Ponders, Philippe Mara Mendoza, and Celine Muzon. Go to MuleRadio.net for links to the stories from this episode, or read our editions from New York, San Francisco, London, and Paris at Evening-Edition.com. I'm Angela Kilduff, and I'm Tom Carmony. Our podcast is distributed by the Mule Radio Syndicate. Evening Edition is brought to you each weekday by Mule Design Studio. Thanks for joining us.